Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. So excited to have you connected on today, and this is the place where we build leaders. Every single week, those who come to this space, we appreciate you so much, and thank you for just being connected. We believe. As a Next Level Leader podcast listener, that you're able to gain information that can help your business, help your brand get to the next level. I just believe in building leaders. Iron sharpens iron. I said every single episode because I want people to understand you've got to put yourself in a position where you can gain strategy, gain foresight, insight into what it means to be a leader. I would love to connect with you. If you're hearing this for the first time, let me know where you heard about this podcast and where you're from and what you're doing. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. That's the place where I love to connect with you. And also, I would love to just be engaged with you, giving you content and books and things we've written, josephwalker3.org. Go write that to my website. That's josephwalker3.org. Also, I would like for you to check out our video podcast, My Wife and I Do, Our Life, Our Journey, Our Truth. Go there on YouTube and subscribe. Get information about marriage, boundaries, how to maintain family in the midst of the chaos, how to budget. A lot of things we talk about. We just lay it all out transparently, and I hope it'll bless you and yours. So check it out. And I appreciate you so much in advance. Today, I'm going to talk about shifting and sifting. Now, why are we addressing this? Well, because it's just important to understand the significance of shifts in every organization. I was inspired to share this because many years ago, I wrote a book entitled Leader Shifts, Mastering Transitions in Life and Leadership. In that book, I asserted that shifts really do happen. Every organization will go through shifts and you have to know how to pivot, how to be effective, how to maintain efficacy in the midst of every shift that occurs. But as a byproduct of shifting, it allows you to sift out things that may not be conducive to the next move you're about to make. So inevitably, as an organization or as a person shifts, things will be sifted away from you. So I believe it's important to give you these strategies today because there are many of you who clearly are in a shift, but you need to also brace yourself for the sifting that is necessary. And that's my first point. Know when shifts are necessary. How do you know when it's time to pivot or to make a shift? I believe at a foundational level that every organization will tell you There'll be moments when things are no longer effective, people are lethargic, uh, you're leveling off. I've always said, you know, you look at a trend and you look at an organization and you say, when have we leveled off? Are we no longer having the same growth spurt? 
our bottom line is no longer moving upward. We're just in this space. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to effectively evaluate your organization or your business, et cetera, and say, maybe it's time for a shift. It'll shift with or without you, but it's important that you kind of control the shift, that you're on the front end of the shift. And so I really want you to think about this. Whenever you find an organization leveling off, whenever you find yourself getting to a place where there's a lot of apathy, lethargicness around you, nobody's motivated, you find yourself replicating the same thing every single year, it's almost become predictable. It's time for a shift. Now, number two, shifts bring necessary disruption. My friend Bishop T.D. Jakes wrote a book on disruption. I love it uh, because I think that those of us who are disruptive, it's not that we are negative in our disruption. It's just that we understand that we are called to literally uproot certain traditions and we're called to into spaces that may agitate certain people, but at the end, it gets things done. Anytime a thing shifts, it's going to be disruptive. That's why the earth moves in an earthquake. It's a shift in the earth. And it's a disruption to our lives. When you are significant in terms of understanding shifts and you're that kind of person, you can expect disruption in leadership, expect disruption from people who may not understand completely what you're doing. You may get more questions on the front end, but this is all a part of shifting. There is no shifting without disruption. You can't avoid it. So you can't worry about if this person's going to be okay, or if this person's going to be upset, or am I going to experience attack, or how my life is going to be turned upside down. If you are a change agent, you understand now that shifts bring necessary disruption, meaning that it is necessary that a thing is so disrupted that it can't go back to the way it used to be, that something fresh and something new has to emerge out of the shifting. And I think that's why it's important to think about this. Number three is that the shift tests your foundation. The strength of your foundation is measured in the shifting. I just believe that's important. Can you be disrupted and still maintain a level of foundation? Can the organization survive a shift? I believe you can because if your foundation, number one, is spiritual, your foundation is infrastructural, in terms of its integrity, means, meaning that you've dotted every I and crossed every T, you, know, you don't have any infrastructural gaps, you'd be amazed at how solid that foundation can be and how it can endure various seasons of shifts and disruption. So I want you to really think about that. Every shift tests the foundation of the organization. I've been leading for some time now, and I've been through this several times where these tests of the foundation. That's why I'm often working on the foundation of the organization. I'm working on making certain that we dot our I's and cross our T's and learn our lessons and that we have the right people and that we are spiritual at the core because I know, I really do know how these things are testing your foundation. Maybe perhaps you're listening to this now and you're saying that's absolutely correct because everything I'm going through is testing me at the foundational level. 
as a, as a spiritual person, you say, is it testing where your prayer life is? Is it testing your knowledge of the word? Is it testing the values that you put forth, those things being realized? Is it testing the infrastructural things that you say you do, but do you really do them? Do you really have policies and procedures in place or is it just something you're talking about? So whenever you experience a shift, these are the kinds of things that will be tested at the very core and foundation. But I believe that shifts place a demand on your team's competence. Let that sit in. The competence of your team is often going to be challenged whenever a shift occurs because now you're asking the organization to go into a new direction. You're you're shifting into something that's going to take you to another level. It's going to require that your organization, that the team of people you have around you have the level of competencies to go where you have yet to go. That's why I tell people, it is so important when you hire people, listen carefully. You don't hire people for right now. You hire people for not yet. You begin thinking about how do I, how do I maximize my employees? How do I make sure I got the right team? Because I want to make sure that my team has competencies when things shift in the organization. Don't get people who are just stuck in, locked in on a particular way of doing things. You have to make certain that you people you have around you really appreciate and understand the value of competence when the organization begins to shift. Here's the other thing. Some people just won't survive the shift. Just be honest. There are some people who, when the shift comes, will be sifted away. I have seen it that often when an organization pivots and shifts to another level, there's another level of responsibility and accountability. Some people just won't make the cut. And it's really okay. This is an opportunity for you to release them and say, hey, maybe this organization is not for you. You do not want people holding on with no competencies and no passions. You want to know who's with you in this season. And so as you understand this, it appears to me that sometimes the sifting is God releasing people from you who don't have the capacity to go to the next season with you. Let that sink in. The sifting is absolutely necessary. And so some people just won't survive the shift. It's important. And it's okay, right? You can't be in your feelings about that. Some people you have great relationships with, you've loved them over the years, but when your organization shifts, I'm experiencing it now in real time. As your organization begins to shift, I have to begin to think about, yes, that's one thing about loyalty and love, but there's another thing about getting things done. Maybe a repositioning of people in your life in order that you can maintain healthy relationships with boundaries and yet do business on the other side that may not involve them anymore. Imagine that. But then here's the next principle, and I think it's important, that shifts require investment. Anytime you are making a shift, always remember those shifts require some level of investment. See, these are new budget items. Whenever an organization shifts, you have to begin thinking about how do we take it to the next level? One of the worst things you can have is someone, a CFO or whomever who doesn't understand the new budget items, but is content on maintaining status quo. Listen, your budget is a theological statement. It speaks to what's important to you and what's important to you should be important to God. As you shift, you must understand that people that are invested into your organization and so 
understand and see the hand of God upon what you're doing. And they don't see it simply as giving to you. They see it as sowing into what God is doing in their life. Shifts come. And ladies and gentlemen, it is so important that we make certain every single day that we think through what are the new budget items? How do I align funding around my new vision, around this new venture? It is important because if you don't put skin in the game, nobody else will. Maybe it's time, as we talked about last week, to rethink, rethink budgets, rethink how we do what we do. Because if we are shifting, then we have to sift ourselves from that lack of generosity spirit. We have to sift ourselves from that cheap anointing and say, God, allow me to invest in where I'm going. I, I have no other way to say it other than just you have to learn to do that. And I think it's powerful when you do. You see, as we review, I really want to just help you understand. When I talk about investment, I'm talking about putting skin in the game. I'm talking about time, talent, treasure. I'm talking about pouring into it and believing. The only way this new thing is going to work is I've got to be the one to invest in it. Let's review what we have shared today. And we've been talking about shifting and sifting. The first thing we talked about is how to know when shifts are necessary. We suggested that sometimes the organization will tell you. More importantly, when there's apathy, contentment, things are leveling off and there's no new growth, that is an incredible signal that it's time for a shift. Secondly, shifting brings disruption. It is necessary disruption. It is what is needed if the shift is going to come to fruition. So please understand, don't despise the disruption. Don't think anything's wrong. It just comes with the territory. But then it also tests your foundation. It tests your prayer life. It tests the very core of who you are. When you experience these shifts, even as you hear me today, some of your foundations are being tested to see how strong you really are, to see how you really pray, to see how you really, you know, do the things that you are assigned to do. Here's the other thing. Shifts place a demand on your team's competence. The current team that you have, are they competent enough to go where you are being led? Do they have the competency to compete at the next level? When organizations shift, it's always about a next level. It's always about something brand new. And so it is important that you have the right team of folks around you. But then we also talked about how some people just won't survive the shift. And it's okay. You have to be okay knowing that, that some people are just not going to make it. And I'm okay with that. I really am. I'm at a point in my life where if this is not the place for you, the season for you, it's totally okay. But I believe number seven is so important. Always shift forward. Ladies and gentlemen, when you shift, please understand, shifting is about elevation. It's about forward motion. That's why when you say I'm shifting, it's never staying in the same place year after year, but it is moving forward with great zeal. You think about how so many people get stuck 
and don't understand the power of what it means to move forward in the things of God. As a next level leader, I want to encourage you, don't stay in that same place, but learn how to shift and go forward. Learn how to make things happen by moving forward. Every shift is only possible and only going to be affected when you have the courage to move it forward. Let me tell you something. Shifting and sifting is all a part of this journey. As a next level leader, you must understand that these things coexist and they are inevitable. There's an inevitable intersection between things sifting out of my life and shifting the way I'm going. Can you examine in your life some of the things that are falling off as you find yourself pivoting into new territory, doing new things, inserting new vision? Do you see certain people uncomfortable? It is because they do not have the capacity or they are not assigned to go into the next season with you. I believe as a next level leader, you embrace the shift and you welcome the sifts so that your business, your brand, your person can reach and do extraordinary things. I want to thank you so much. And here again, I want to hear from you. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Send me a message on Instagram at josephwalker3. If you have questions, comments, all of that, make sure you connect with me, josephwalker3 on Instagram. And then, of course, I want to thank you for supporting my wife and I's wonderful podcast on video, Our Life, Our Journey, Our Truth. We encourage you to subscribe to it. I'm thankful for all of you who continue to support this podcast, and I want you to know how much I appreciate you. And I pray God's blessings be upon you and yours. Until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph 